Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years, and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only. Rangers kick off in 40 minutes. Craig Moore, Leanne Crichton. And Craig, Rangers just one change from that huge win at the weekend. Yeah, massive win at the weekend. And as you say, one change. So starting lineup for Rangers tonight. McGregor in goals. Tavernier, Goldson, Balogun, Batisic as a change comes in for Bassi. Davis, Kamara, Arfield in the middle of the park. Aribo, uh, Fashion Sakala and Morelos up top. Strong, strong team. And Leanne Creighton on the bench. He's back. Ryan Kent. Yes, yeah. A huge boost, Paul, for Rangers. I think having Ryan Kent back, he's a player that they've missed over the last number of weeks. So many games. We know he's a big game player as well. He loves the European nights. He, you know, I was surprised that he travelled. Um, I'm not surprised that he's on the bench having done so, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see him tonight. And how could they have left out Fashion Sakala after that performance, a hat trick? Yeah, absolutely wonderful, wasn't it? He gave Rangers everything at the weekend. He's certainly a player that that looks like he's starting to feel more at home, mm. more comfortable in his environment, his surroundings. And yeah, you score a hat trick, you're never going to find yourself on the bench. I don't think the following game. These are the nights we love, Craig, aren't they? Rangers in right. action in Europe. Celtic two at eight tonight against Ferenc Varos. Yep. Uh, that Rangers lineup, as expected. Yeah, I mean, again, I think, you know, Steven Gerrard, in terms of, you know, stability, has been asking for that, wanting that all season. He's probably now found himself in a situation where he can keep things, you know, fairly much unchanged, which I think is good. Uh, and as Leanne touched on, when you've got a player or a striker, Fashion Sakala, who's probably found it a little bit hard settling in, um, but, he, you know, getting that hat-trick, I think it was his first hat-trick of his career, um, that that's a huge lift um, to not only himself but seeing a decent spread of goals from Rangers for the first time this season as well Leanne you're with us Rangers scored six at the weekend Rangers scored five last night uh, up against your own Motherwell yeah, that, how are yeah. you feeling today that was that was tough and I know you've had you know problems with the goalkeeper injuries and things so that must have been tough last night yeah it's been a tough week uh, last night was was a tough lesson for us we've come off the back of three strong performances unbeaten in three two wins uh, three clean sheets so to go you know up against Rangers we were excited we were looking forward to the challenge um, you know we probably did okay for the first 35 minutes we had conceded one goal and then we lost two just before half time which gives you a mountain to climb but it is what it is you know we go again we've got Aberdeen on Sunday which is a realistic game for us to go and perform well it's at home um, dust ourselves down rest the old legs I'm feeling it a bit today I would need to say but um, no credit to Rangers they, they played very well last night and thoroughly deserved the, the three points Good to have both of you in both in tracksuits uh, Leanne you've got an excuse you've been training <laughs> gonna say. I'd like to say it's because I've come straight from the gym but I'm not sure about the former uh, Rangers legend here and, uh, this is Australia. a credit to the show yeah. Paul this is a, a relaxed I, I, look absolutely. I think for both guests tonight yeah, just kicking really. back with the hoodies on and, and going to chat some football Yeah we're looking forward to it tonight uh, Celtic of course facing Ferenc Varas as we mentioned and today linked with another Japanese star 23 year old Ryo Hatate a midfielder Kawasaki Fontali yes Craig you'll know about him yeah well look he's a player that certainly has a lot of versatility um, you know that wing back role so he, he covers the, the full left flank 
Um, can also play in central areas. He's managed so far this season. He's played 26 times, four goals, two assists. Uh, and Kawasaki Frontali have clinched the, the J-League uh, with four, four games remaining, Paul. So, um, you know, player that's performed at the highest level in the J-League this season. It's opening up a new market for Celtic and maybe other clubs here. You don't have to pay the kind of money that the English club, clubs can pay, and we mm -hmm. can't. What do you think of this, Leanne? More Japanese stars coming here? I think it's exciting, really exciting. You know, I, th I think what we're conscious of at times and guilty of it in Scotland is that, that everything's very much one-dimensional. Mm -hmm. Everything's within, we kind of, even at the thought of Ange Postacoglu, coming to Scotland, you know, people are going, that's ah, not right, we don't know him, we don't know who he is, we don't know enough about him, yeah. uh, you know, has he got a proven... We think too much about things, mm. you know, I think it's exciting. I love to see how other nations perform the competition and what that looks like elsewhere. So, no, if there's players coming over that can certainly complement the league and make it better, absolutely, I'm all for it. And Kyogo did. We mentioned uh, Rangers at the weekend, Celtic, they blew it against Livy, no question. No, unbelievable. I was I was at the game uh, on I Saturday. Heard you saying eighty five percent of possession. That's were unbelievable. I mean, I, I knew watching the game, but when I went on to the Opta stats, you know, towards the end we were discussing the, the dominance, and I think it was eight hundred odd passes to one hundred and fifty. Which you know, you've played in games like that. I've been on the the other end of it where you don't dominate the ball and you still maybe get a good result. Um, which Livingston, you know, I think it was a good result. They're absolutely delighted with the point. Um, Celtic just disappointing in, in the sense that to have that amount of ball possession I think it was 34 crosses from open play but really wasteful not the same Celtic not the same energy we speak about Kyogo out in the, the wide areas for me it doesn't work we've recognised that and we've spoken about it a lot this season Giamakis no fault of his own but he doesn't give you the, the same movement up top he doesn't create the same opportunities um, and it really was a missed opportunity for Celtic to miss out and go on top of the table on Saturday with Rangers to play on Sunday. You know, it really could have been a, a psychological gain for them that they, they missed. I heard you saying about the stats. Craig, before the game, you said about the wide area, he was in the widest possible area, Kyogo. He was on the bench. And we said, yeah, yeah. if it goes wrong for Celtic, you'd look back and say, why didn't he start? Yeah, and like, I mean, look, as Leanne touched on, I mean, Celtic hugely dominant in this match. I, I think you have to credit... Uh, Livingston, mm -hmm. the, I thought defensively they were they were excellent. Leanne, and they were absolutely. But tell me this, Craig, as well. See at the start of the game, if you're in the Livingston dressing room and you've got this game plan mm -hmm. and you get the team lines through, probably fifty minutes before kick off, and Kyogo's on the bench. Yep. What sort of lift is that giving your dressing room? Yeah, we, honestly, uh, uh, we did yep. we did touch on that. Obviously, if you're playing. Uh, you're expecting him to start and he doesn't start. Yeah, yeah you, 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 you get a lift. Of mm. course you do because he's their, he's their main striker. Mm. You know, his yeah. movement. I think everyone is also scared of the his movement and his energy. Mm. Yeah. We're going to come back to that. Will it affect them tonight? I think you... Let's say now, who do you think is going to win? Celtic, Ferencvaros. Yeah. Celtic will be too strong tonight. Leanne, yeah. you oh, feel the same? Yeah. yeah. And for Rangers too. Well, let's talk Rangers now. Let's go on the line. Sean is on from Garth Amluck. Sean, good evening. A wee point to Craig. Craig, I hope Celtic don't win tonight because I've got, I've got the other team on my shirt. So. <laughs> what price? What price are they? Yeah, I would need to go into bet three, six, five. Right, okay. Don't give them a free I plug. Up, you'll find it. All right, Sean, what are you thinking about your own Rangers tonight? Well, um, I was disappointed to see their goal, but that's nothing new for Rangers. But Stephen, I had about 33 minutes. Rangers um, could have basically scored as many as they wanted. So in the second half, um, that was the best Rangers performance I've seen since last year. Yeah, I, I, I agree, Sean. I think the great thing um, 
to see at the weekend was, okay, yeah, Rangers go a goal behind, which is not great. I think it's maybe the ninth time they've done that this season, in fact, go behind. But once they get themselves back into the game, Sean, they actually go on with the job and finally put a game beyond doubt. Yeah. Yep. You know, so for me, uh, again, that's something that Rangers haven't done this season. How pleased with, with you, uh, with Fashion Sakala, were you? I thought the game was um, good. I would um, obviously him and um, Morales are rip up front tonight. Well, it's Morales who's in with them, Leanne. Um, I think is that what you'd have done tonight if you were the manager. Yeah, I don't think there was there was much change required off the back of the, the weekend. I think we've spoke a lot last week um, about Rangers' performances. Maybe it wasn't good enough. Then you've got the midweek game against Aberdeen. You know they go two goals behind, but I think that is what you, you've seen from Rangers and. As much as there's been questions asked, you know, they were sitting top of the table last week. They must be thinking, where is the criticism coming from? But it's because we know the performance levels that they've got within their ranks. You saw that in, in Sunday. Yeah. You know, they bounce back. I don't think Stephen Gerrard would be pleased that his team keep going behind to then bounce back. But certainly there's real character within that dressing room as well because it was a big week. It was an emotional week. You know, there's a lot of people at the club and surrounding the club and everything that goes with it. Um, you know, even tonight, you know, I think you last night, Paul, you said the manager travelled out That's later right. than the squad. Later so on. There's yeah. different dynamics that you've got to manage over the course just now, but certainly there seems to be a, a bit of momentum gathering off the back of that result. And, you know, you could look back in that point against Aberdeen last week, midweek, and it'll be yeah. a big point come the end of the season. Huge point. One of the headlines today, Sean, as you know, the manager saying, I'll watch the pennies, you win the points. We need to keep doing as well as we can. The, the aim is to have European football here after Christmas. So we need to keep, obviously, all pulling in the right direction to try and provide that and produce it. But in terms of the financials and the numbers, no one really needs to concern themselves with it except the people at Rangers. Uh, and myself, but that'll always remain private. Of course, he knew they weren't playing that well early in the season, but the managers, and all managers do, at the right time, the narrative is, you know, we're top of the league, and, we're, and other times, hey, we need more money if we are serious about doing well in Europe. Yeah, and look, I mean, I think with, with Stephen Gerrard just now, he'd be absolutely delighted um, that he can kind of field, you know, fairly much a similar starting lineup. It's chopping and changing so far this season, which it obviously affects the consistency of your performance so he'd be delighted and, and certainly looking to, to build on that, that great result against Motherwell you know in terms of another good European performance it's a must win game again tonight against Bromby for, for them to claw their way back into contention to, to go through the group stages so massive game finances let the club worry about but at the end of the day, managers still want to sign players that cost money. I think Rangers just need to find that consistency as well. We spoke mm. on last week with Neil Alexander and we were speaking about the chopping and changing. McGregor's out, McLaughlin's in. You know, is, you know, are any goalkeepers really happy with that? I think it's you get a bit of momentum with performances. Mm. You grow that confidence and belief in the back line that you play with. I think the full-backs, certainly the left-hand side, seems to change quite often. The middle of the park's chopped and changed. Um, I think coming back in there and having that consistency of Davis... Kamara and Arfield last year was a real success for Rangers that was at the heart of everything that worked for them uh, that consistency Davis you know missed out the, the weekend before he you just sees quality what he brings to the team that influence um, McGregor's back in there as well and now when you look at that Rangers bench tonight in a game that maybe if you if you were looking for players to come on and make an impact you've now got Hadji on the bench right on the bench Roof you've got Kent back in there 
you look at those attacking attributes, sure. it looks strong. Mm-hmm. Whereas last week, I, I wouldn't have said the same, you know, because there was a couple of players that hadn't features. Our, our field hadn't been in much. Um, they look in a good place heading into this one tonight. Sean, you happy about Scott Arfield, who's he's back? Because he didn't feature much this season. And you hear Leanne saying he was such a big part of last year. Do you feel he will stay in the team now and it's part of that solidity that Rangers are finding? I think he will stay in the team, to be honest, I um, he'll go in week on a week. I think he'll keep playing, but to be honest, no less. Don't get me wrong, the manager don't know why he keeps playing him too much just yeah. in case the injury comes back. But um, I think he will be in the team. And I've got a wee lesson to uh, tell um, Craig Moore. Mm-hmm. On you go. It's the odds on Celtic to get beat tonight from Bet365 is 15 to 8, Craig. Oof. Strong, it's big odds, well, big we, odds for a home team Come on Sean, we want the, you're from Gerthamlet We want the Scottish teams to do well Yes um, of course, but I think Sean I, I think Celtic yeah. will be too strong tonight At, at, at a guess, you know They, they wore down Varos at home And they probably should have won a lot cosier Than what they, they did on the night And and again, you know, Paul touches on it uh, Obviously the Scottish team's doing well And we certainly want to see them progressing Both, uh, you know, beyond yeah. The new year, because I think I think that's great for for Scottish football. The coefficient. What's your scoreline tonight, Sean? Uh, see, before I do my score protection, I was in um, uh, a wee pub in the city centre last night. I'm not saying names, but <laughs> um, I was in a pub. Well, it was actually my second pub. I was in the Crystal Palace first, and then I went to another pub. Okay. But see, uh, one of the persons in the pub was saying, "See, you win the SPL this season. Huh? It's up to fifty million." But if two teams qualify for the Champions League, it's um, £25 million to yeah. each club. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a bit of exaggeration. It's definitely £40 million, But you're right, if both of them were in, then it, it is less because of the TV money is part of yeah. it. So, yeah, in the years, you know, a few years ago when Celtic were in under Brendan Rodgers, then they, I think it was around the 30 million mark if Rangers had been in it would have been around the 15 so Sean he's not that far out it would be uh, around 40 million but it could go down I mean even 20 million each how good would that be for Glasgow and for Go Radio be fantastic because we'd be there on the boogie bus Uh, Rob's over there he was on last night from Copenhagen uh, enjoying a a light refreshment yeah he is indeed <laughs> what a job everywhere. he's got we're just, we're, <laughs> we're just seeing there there's Stephen Gerrard coming off the, the team bus earlier as Rangers arrived at the ground uh, there's Conor Goldson coming off the captain James Tavernier and there he is Fashion Sakala who scored the hat-trick at the weekend is he going to score tonight what do you think Sean? Well Pete Rob and Alan McCoy think they've got more jobs in the local job centre <laughs> you're right I know <laughs> Honestly, if they gave if they gave up half their jobs, it would wipe out unemployment in Glasgow in the West. Sean, you're absolutely right. Um, do you know what? I'm going to go three 0 I'm going. I'm going to see a clean clean sheet tonight. I'll go three 0 uh, the Glasgow Rangers. Oh, at the Glasgow Rangers. What do you think? We thought it was Campbell's language or something, Sean. Sean, guess who's just come on the telly then? I heard him this morning. <laughs> there he is, Ali, of course. So he's, you he's think looking not bad, Coyster. Looking there. well, isn't he? 3-0. What do you reckon, Leanne? Scoreline? I don't know if it will be as comfortable as that. I do think Rangers will, will edge it. Maybe a, a 2-1, 2-0 even. But I do think Rangers will, will get the I'll result. Okay. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take a 2-0 as well, Sean. I, I, I hear it's going to be some atmosphere uh, there tonight. You know, we've heard 
Uh, so that's something. I think yeah, it's about 1500. 1500 yeah. yeah. Which yeah. means there'll be more probably. I see Derek McInnes on there as well. They're saying Eddie Howe for Newcastle. What about Derek McInnes? I'm, surpri- I mean, I'm surprised that Derek's not got back into the game yet. You know, I think he's maybe enjoying the time away from it. And I think when you get that wee break in the media and you get to just take yourself out the, the limelight, it's maybe quite nice after the job that he's had. But. I would expect to see him back in and I don't know about Newcastle sure, Paul to be honest with you <laughs> <laughs> he'll come in somewhere I think uh, I, know, I know you are no I think it's the context of Eddie Who yeah, yeah. You know, we've kind of taken oh. the media I mean he, there's he a good everyone... chance that Eddie Howe's probably wasted his career just now if he doesn't get this Newcastle job you just wonder if the, the ship sailed a wee bit because there's a few other names Pardon? now Lampard's mentioned yeah. <laughs> The ship may well have <laughs> sailed there. I know, Sean. See, 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 to be honest, Paul, the metal odds and certain people that are getting off of the job, they've been out of work for so many years. There's probably a better chance of um, um, Rob McLean even getting linked with the job. You never know, Sean. Listen, enjoy the match tonight. The Go Radio Football Show with thetaxicentre.com Don't miss out on huge savings on your new taxi Available exclusively to the taxi trade Let's go, go, go Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Big European night. The floodlights will be on, not here in Glasgow, but they will be in Bronby against Rangers, which kicks off in 20 minutes' time. So we'll hear a bit more from Stephen Gerrard. The Rangers news tonight. Craig Moore, just one change. Just one change, that's right. So it's Barisic that comes in for Bassi. Uh, starting 11, Paul, of McGregor in goals, Tavernier, Goldson, Balogun, Barisic, as we touched on, Davis, Kamara, Arfield, Aribo. Patrick Hero, Fashion Sakala, and Morelos up top. On the bench, McLaughlin and McCrory, Bassey, Patterson, Lundstrom, Bakuna, Kelly, Hadji, Wright, Roof, and Kent. Ryan Kent is back. That's uh, that's a strong, strong bench as well, Leanne. Leanne, um, no surprise about Nathan Patterson. Um, It's... But it must be tough for him. He's in the Scotland squad, quite rightly. Yep. But that's a real problem, isn't it? That he's not getting the game time. Yeah, not a, a bigger problem for Steve Clark when it comes yep. to team selection because I think getting into these games, you need players that are, are up to match speed and, and I'm not quite sure that that's where Nathan Patterson will be. Um, I do think he'll still give you a, a top performance. Whether you would get 90 minutes out of him, I don't know. Um, so it certainly gives the, the national team manager a predicament, but that's not up to Steven Gerrard to consider. He's interested in his Rangers team. And right now, can you really ask too many questions when the, the team are getting results like they are at the weekend? So Patterson just needs to bide his time and, and almost suck it up, as they say. Surprise, Glenn Kamara is fit and makes it. He trained yesterday and the manager said he'll travel with us. But Craig, were you surprised that he is there? It's good news. It's a nice, yeah. it's a nice yeah. surprise, yeah, because I think, you know, I think earlier, Sean, we were talking about Arfield. Um, Davis and Kamara in the middle of the park provide that that stability mm-hmm. and, and it allows Arfield to, to make those runs and, and be another forward threat. So loving that Davis and Kamara are holding the midfield together there. I, they love to play in tight areas. You know, and I think that I think Davis in there compliments Kamara because it, Kamara takes it in tight areas. But what he always what he always needs is just somebody just to lend that give and go, and that's what Davis gives you. You know, I don't think the balance between Kamara and Lundstrom at times works. I don't see Lundstrom and Davis really going too well together. Um, I think those three in there complement it very very well. We know that both teams 
need three points. Yes. That was the case two weeks ago. They got it in Glasgow Celtic in the afternoon against Ferenc Varas. Rangers later at Ibrooks, you were at the match. Yep. And uh, yeah, they need the three points tonight. Rangers and Celtic. Here's Ange Postacoglu. We obviously lost our first two games, so you kind of know. Um, Want to be in a position to, to try and get out of the group and a victory tomorrow night uh, is uh, is going to help us in that cause. So, you know, we've got to go for the game and, and go for the win and, and again, play our football and and try and get maximum points out of it. This was his squad update. Lost the Carl Starfelt, so um, kind of recovery. Similar sort of timelines to, to Tommy, I guess. Um, we're hoping he'll be back uh, after the international break, but he'll definitely miss these two games. Everyone else got through the game okay. Um, James, he got his first run uh, for a while, and he got through the game okay, and everyone else has trained well, so uh, the rest of the squad will be the same. Leanne Crichton, on the way in, you were talking about the man who was brilliant against Hibs last midweek. But then the injury and Celtic missing him at the weekend and missing him tonight, Tom Rogic. Tom Rogic, yeah, I think he's been he's been a breath of fresh air this season. I think the way that he's fitted into what Ange Postecoglou is asking to do, I think his fitness levels look like he's went up, you know, several levels for where he was at. Maybe it's just the job he's been asked to do. I think the way that he plays and the way that he plays forward, I think the physicality of him as well. He takes it in the half turn. He can roll players. He's so strong. He's technically so gifted and I think he complements that front three and the players around him so mm. he was a big miss I think at the weekend because he, he's got that pass he's got that vision and as I say he's got that physicality that um, just overpowers midfields at times so he's a big loss and I think to then go and replace that with Giamakis up top and take Kyogo out the team I would be expecting there to be two or three changes to the, the Celtic line up tonight from, from what went out on Saturday been very strong, eh? Yeah. Um, Playing 70, Tommy. 75, well, 80 been, minutes. Been getting more minutes, big, <laughs> big Tommy. Uh, so, no, and, and I think that, that that creativeness, you know, you look at even, the, I think, against Hibbs, he gets a free kick for the first goal. Um, he plays the, the assist uh, in terms of the positive pass for their, their third goal. Uh, he's able to go by plays. He's able to run at back lines. He's able to cause those kind of problems. Um, He's been very, very good this season, and I think he was a, a big loss, uh, obviously, against Livingston. But Celtic, I still think, are going to be strong enough. We'll need to be strong enough, you know, an opportunity for him to um, to get another three points. I mean, you've got Betis and Leverkusen both on, on seven points. Um, so they really need to go on and, and win this match tonight uh, to then put themselves in a position where maybe when they weren't, not, weren't at their best previous games, they've created a lot of opportunities, mm. just conceded. Uh, poor goals but I think they're in a better position better shape now so Betis and Celtic no they can score against Betis 4-3 the last time so yeah they could it could still be on surely qualification for at least the Europa, Europa Conference for both of them is on the cards but it's not impossible to get through no fans for Celtic tonight though here is the manager yeah look it's disappointing for our supporters I guess um, disappointing for, for the atmosphere but yeah it's a world we're living with these things um, aren't as clear cut as they were in the past we're being guided again by, by government uh, regulatory bodies and um, yeah, disappointing for our fans. Uh, I'm sure it's a beautiful city, Budapest. Um, yeah, it's a shame we're not going to have them in the in the stadium. But another good challenge for our players going into an environment um, where you know that uh, you know the opposition are going to have all the support behind them. And uh, again, a good challenge, great opportunity for us to 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 have some growth. Bit of zoom in there as well. Yeah. We long for the days when that's gone. <laughs> but uh, so no Celtic fans there tonight. But we had last night a Scottish journalist. Uh, over there was saying that there are many of the fans in Budapest. Have you played there? I have. Uh, you have? Yeah, yeah, I have. I've uh, been out there with the, with the national team as, as well. So, um, uh, look, I mean, you always you always want your own fans being able to get in to, and, and to watch and support the team. 
sometimes as a player, Leanne, and you've probably been in the, the exactly the same situation when you feel as if you don't have that support, whereas then everyone's against you, mm-hmm. to go out there and try and silence their fans, which is exactly what Celtic will be looking to do tonight, that becomes a motivation, Paul. That becomes a challenge. Um, and then if you can do that, you grow and then go on and get a fantastic result. I think Celtic can achieve that tonight. There's your big pal who'll be on with you big John. on Sunday. John yeah. Hartson will be with us. Leanne, have you played in Budapest? Have you played over there? Uh, yeah. I think I Not have. Yet. I think, oh, with, the, no, I think yeah. with the national team. Okay. Um, I'm yeah. just checking because actually at the Bronby Stadium tonight, we played there in 2019, um, Champions League against yeah. Bronby. Uh, we got a good result in Glasgow City. Yeah, we beat them 2-0 over there and we get through the home leg on penalties. So um, good memories of being there. But it's hard. You sometimes forget the places that you've been. As sure. a footballer, you just you fly in, you stay in a hotel, you, you see, see a training pitch, city. it sure. looks the same and you, you're straight back out the next day. So That's it's only incredible. when the games come around, you start going, oh no, we've been there. It's brilliant. <laughs> I love to hear when you've been playing these stadiums. Yeah. Craig, you'll be the same, Craig and Cumbernauld. Good evening, Craig. Uh, good evening. Paul, uh, Craig and Leanne, how you doing? Hi, Craig. Hi, good. They don't know how lucky they are, aren't they? Still, well, in Leanne's case, still playing. And Craig, with great She's memories. She's a lucky one. She's <laughs> a lucky one now. The ones he can remember, some of them he can't remember after the celebrations. <laughs> uh, Craig, what are you thinking then? We've got to kick off shortly. I see Stephen Gerrard on with Emma there at the moment on BT Sport. Rob's the commentator. What's he going to be commentating on tonight? You, you've heard the Rangers line-up. Are you happy with it? Yeah, I think so. I think um, looking at the start line-up and looking at the squad as a whole, Tonight, um, I think it's as strong as as we've looked. You know, we've got Ryan Kent back in the bench. That's always a a good sign. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think other than the players who are not involved in Europe and Ryan Jack, who's still injured, mm-hmm. we're not missing anybody, which is what you need in these big games. I think I really like the midfield via uh, Davis, Arfield, Kamara. I felt like that, and I still believe that is our strongest midfield three, in my opinion. Um, with the, you know the old rotation then again when Ryan Jack comes back fit because he's always um, a, you know fairly consistent performer but to me I think that's the strongest midfield three and even at the, the forward three you know maybe I would have preferred to see Ruth starting over Morelos just based on form because mm-hmm. clearly he's um, not really finding the back of the net just now whereas you know Kimar Ruth has certainly scored more than him this season Um Sakala obviously had to start after a hat-trick at the weekend. He could not give him a start. So it's maybe, I mean, I'm not complaining, obviously, but it's maybe the only thing I would have slightly changed um, in terms of the starting lineup. Leanne? No, I can take that that point on board and understand the, the thought process behind it. It's always a tough decision as a manager, I feel, and even as a, a group of players, if you have a performance like the weekend, I don't think Morelis has, has hit the heights that, you know, he's probably nowhere near in terms of his goal scoring. I think he's out all-round performance has changed. I think he does more for the team. I think he's been asked to do a slightly different job uh, in certain moments in the way that Rangers build up. But, you know, ultimately strikers come down to goals. And I think if you're KMR Roof and you do miss out game after game and you are knocking on the door and you don't quite get that start, but then Rangers go and perform and they score six goals and Morelis is part of that team performance. Yep. Um you'd be very surprised to, to see it change and, and obviously it hasn't tonight but no I take that on board Craig I think it, you know it's probably a, a good problem for Steven Gerrard to have just now is that regardless of the decisions it, it, it's working mm. anyway you're just not quite getting the best out of Morelis Craig? Yeah no I, I totally agree as well and you know you're, you're talking about Steven Gerrard he's only focuses on his team and, and, and his results he's not worried about international break and making sure that players are fresh and, and what have you so look, I can only imagine that that maybe Bassey, you know, pulled up a little bit 
uh, sore or, or had a you know maybe yeah, a bit a bit of stiffness, and, and therefore the the change with Barisic coming in because you know, you, you've got a week, you got the three games, three really really big games that I think players can can get through and can play, and then they can enjoy the rewards of a break. Okay, there's some national team players that then go away, but you generally get that that bit of a buzz and freshness when you go and meet with your national team as well. Um, so no, for me, no surprise in terms of the the, the lineup being as it is. Uh, Morelos, he, he now knows that he's got to be on his toes though, because you know you got you got Sakala coming scoring goals there. You got Roof that's coming on and can score goals. He needs to he needs to bring a better performance, um, and I think that that's a positive for the Rangers squad. Craig, final thought. Uh, what, what's your prediction? Two 0 last time round. What do you reckon tonight? I, I think I'll be. Uh go for the scene again I reckon another 2-0 I'm, I'm fairly confident that we're strong enough to, to beat this, this Bronby side you know, with no disrespect to them I'm not convinced they're quite at our level um, so we should be able to beat them again and I reckon yeah 2 yeah. again for me um, and I'll even go as far as to say I fashion to cover double there you go Oof. wow so um Yep, well, he was on it at the weekend. He needed that, didn't he, Leanne? So, great pre-season. People were saying, oh, Fashion Sakala, does he have it? Looks as though he does. Yeah, and I just wondered where he was going to fit in and the mm. attributes that he's got because, you know, I've said, I think he's a, I thought he was a player that was more brought in for the European stage just because of his pace and the type of player that he was. I think most teams at Rangers go up against domestically. They park the bus, they're very defensive. Um, two banks of four, you know, it's difficult for him to break teams down, but... What a performance at the weekend and I think his interview afterwards was was even better. I think he was just so infectious. He just looked like a kid that was almost loving the game and, and he you know, the smile across his face just said it all and I love that. You know, I think players that play and that they're happy and when they're so delighted for the team and the performance and yeah, he was so thankful for the staff and everybody around him, which, you know, I think have helped him settle in. So he'll be hoping that he gets two tonight as well, Craig. I was I was feeling a little bit silly at the start um, because I mentioned in terms of what we touched on the start of the season golden boot and I was like fashion Sakala yeah. uh, <laughs> and it was, like, it was like we haven't hadn't really seen anything and then when he got his hat trick I was like yeah. go on son you're back in you're back the cool, in you're back the cool in the game. kid again yeah <laughs> it's true and he has brought a smile to the club because they didn't look the same you know last season you could see it they were all together mm-hmm. yeah and this season there've been lots of different things but they weren't playing as well and he put a smile on the face of the Rangers fans, but also the other players as well. That'll be infectious for them, Craig. Does, does that make a difference? A hundred percent it does. You know, if you're working hard, you're then going to, to get a result. It's a reward of hard work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's great to see people enjoy themselves. And that is infectious. You know, if you, you then that spreads throughout mm-hmm. a squad, you're going in, you're happy, you've got a smile on your face, you're enjoying your work. Of course you're going to perform better. And even Kamara, you, you saw how happy his teammates were for him to score as yeah. well. And that speaks volumes. That's when you know there's a real togetherness and acceptance within the group. You know that players are genuinely delighted for other players. And you can feel it, Craig, and you know what it's like. There's different types of celebrations. You know, Morelis scores and the team go, he scored again, right? Yeah. Well done. Kamara scores and it's like, wow, this never happens this is brilliant he's loving the moment so um, Rangers will be hoping they take that into tonight's performance because Kyogo plays with a smile in his face and the Celtic fans you know rallied round that in the past unless he's two around Ayo Obelai oh you're not no, having that are you we'll come to that later <laughs> at half time we're going to take a break Craig enjoy your evening thanks for calling the Go Radio Football Show with the taxicenter.com. Your exclusive taxi trade savings are waiting on you. Let's go! go, go. 
So you've got several road closures and delays in queue and traffic due to COP26 in town. The A814 is closed in both directions between Elliott Street and the Squinty Bridge. Your Clydeside Expressway is also closed in both directions between Hayburn Street and Partick and the M8 Junction 19 for Anderson Cross. Out with this, you've got Minerva Street, Lansfield Street, Finneson Street, Stobcross Road, Congressway and West Greenhill Place. They are all closed with local diversions in place. On the M8 eastbound tonight, you get heavy traffic from Junction 25 at Cardonald through to Charing Cross with a travel time of about 25 to 30 minutes. If you're on the M8 westbound, you're going to have some delays because an exit slip road to Argyle Street is currently closed. You get queuing traffic due to an accident at Anderson Cross. Now, emergency services are on the scene and your traffic is trailing back to Junction 14 for Fruit Market. Elsewhere, you have gas mains work on Springburn Road at Kepic Hill Road. In town, you have Glanderson Drive closed in both directions due to resurfacing work between Alderman Road and Clarion Road. And in Bearsden, you have temporary traffic lights due to water mains work on Drimmon Road at Collie Lynn Road. And your public transport looks good with no problems reported, but as always, please check your routes before you travel. And you can find the very latest travel updates at thisisgo.co.uk. Chris, thank you so much. You are the go-to <laughs> with the traffic for COP26. I was asking you about tomorrow with all the, the demonstrations, etc. Yes. Thanks. And I'll tell you, Rob and I both missed you when you were on holiday for two weeks. <laughs> Have you heard us doing the traffic and travel? <laughs> I, I, I didn't over the two weeks, but I heard it oh, was a wee bit rogue. A bit special. <laughs> Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Thanks, Chris, for the traffic and travel. The teams are out. Bronby against Rangers is just coming up in two minutes' time. We've got Leanne Crichton of Motherwell, former Scotland star, Glasgow City 2. And we've got Craig Moore, who's worn the blue of Rangers on many occasions in Europe, at home, uh, and abroad. We're just looking at Rangers there as they come to the field. At eight o'clock tonight, Celtic playing in Budapest against Ferenc Varos. And uh, Craig, you still feel, yep, for Rangers tonight, your scoreline, you reckon? Yeah, I, I think uh, a 2-0. But Rangers, uh, again, they need to stay focused. Even the home game, which I felt they were comfortable in. There were moments in the start of the first half and the start of the second half. Uh, so they need to be fully focused and concentrated. But if they can do that, I think that they can be too strong tonight. It looks a wonderful surface, a brilliant stadium. And it was interesting seeing the players coming out. You know, they're observing each other in the tunnel and like Leanne, like <laughs> eyeing each other up. So looks as if it's going to be a belter. Yeah, you always see the ones in the tunnel that try and put on that serious look in the zone and they don't make any sort of eye contact. Yeah. And then you get the other ones that look a bit too friendly and happy to be in the tunnel ready to go to war. But um, I think there's a bit cracker of a game tonight. I think... You know, Bronby with the atmosphere and the home crowd behind them will really try and give Rangers a better game than they did in Glasgow. And I think Rangers, you might see a, a more disciplined performance from them, maybe more of a, a counter-attacking style at times. I don't think they'll offer up too many um, attacking opportunities for Bronby. And with the pace of Sakala up top and Aribo moving to that advanced pos position as well. And Morelis, we know how clinical he can be in Europe. So... No, I certainly get the makings of a cracker tonight. Strong, strong lineup. You still going too, maybe or? Yeah. yeah, I do fancy Rangers. I think they'll they'll certainly edge it. Um, a couple of goals for for them, but I think Bronby will be, you know, at least hoping to um get a goal in front of the home support. McGregor in goals. The back four: Tavernier, Goldson, Balligan, and Barisic, Davis. Kamara and Arfield, Aribo, Sakala, and Morelos. Barry Ferguson said last week. Stephen Gerrard, you should stick. You should always play Stephen Davis. You should always play McGregor. McGregor. Yeah, he, <laughs> so, loved, he, uh, he loves those two. And it, look, it's a it's a valid point, isn't mm. it? There, you know, Giggsy's unbelievable. Makes unbelievable saves. And, and Steve Davis, we've touched on, unbelievable professional. Always gets Rangers playing, um, and he's a glue in the team. You mm. know, makes things stick. The glue. I love his phrases. He's always got mm. something there. Something. Liverpool won last night, of course, at uh, two 0 Do you see the ordering off? 
of the opposition play. He, got, he, he was I booked, did, I right? did, and he kind of walked away from the referee yeah. a little bit, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, um, we chat about it later, but he was booked, Leanne, and then, but he wouldn't come over, Felipe. Yeah. And the ref goes, <laughs> he gave him three times. Third time, the ref had the yellow card out and he changed it to the red. Oh, booked. Wow. Quite right, send him off. The guy just wouldn't come over, but Liverpool going again, 25 games undefeated. Wow. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, they're, they're flying. Flying at the moment. Uh, so let's hope the Scottish teams are flying tonight. It's the Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Craig Moore, Paul Cooney, Leanne Crichton, Bronby against Rangers. Celtic are up later at 8 o'clock tonight. These are the, the nights that you live for as a player. Were these the best nights for you, the European nights, Craig Moore? Oh, you know what? <laughs> they were wonderful nights. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and sometimes... You know, from the domestic competition, it's a great distraction. Sometimes it can come at the perfect time. Um, you know, the travelling is nice and, and just pitting your, your mind and your wits against the best teams and the best players. So, look, the players are normally right up for this. The surface looks looks really, really good. And, and that's another thing. You go and you're playing all these nice stadiums and all that, and the pitches are in top notch, aren't they? Majority of them. Yeah, yeah, I know. And it always makes you wonder when you see some of the, the pitches in Scotland at certain points of the year and you think, where are we going wrong? Mm, you, know? <laughs> you played in good surface last night. Where were you? Yeah, we were up at the, the Rangers training centre. Yeah, I mean, it's a brilliant facility that they've got. And certainly for the you know the women's team to be you know playing up there and, and part of that setup is is absolutely brilliant. And I just love games on the grass. You know, you get so used to playing so many games now yeah. for us on the artificial surfaces and, and you almost you, you do get used to it but there's nothing better than a, a game in the grass under the lights at night um, other than ones that you lose 5-0 and you don't speak about it the next That's day right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> moving I, on Paul anyway. only missed it twice <laughs> exactly uh, Stephen Gerrard before kickoff was asked obviously about the opposition but uh, anything happening so far no there isn't let's hear a quick word from the manager well, I think look we, we have to realise this is going to be a different environment um, it'll be a full house Spoke to Daniel Agger about the Bromby support, um, how lively they're going to be and how much they're going to be up for this game. So it's going to be a real tricky tie from, from that point of view. I think Bromby are in a, a must-win situation where, where they lie and after the results at Ibrox. They've almost got nothing to lose and, and everything to gain. So I think they'll go for the game. I think they'll be aggressive. I think they'll come for us. So we have to take a lot of things into consideration in our preparation and our planning. Make sure that we we are we are ready for whatever comes our way. We know it'll be a tough game. The Europa League games away from home are always a big challenge. We we faced them a couple of weeks ago, so we know them well. And then we've done some more homework on this team individually and collectively. And then we're going into the game prepared and ready. Leanne, this time last night, Barry was on with Davy Proven. Davy made a good point, or he asked a question with Stephen Gerrard's massive reputation in Europe especially as a player mm -hmm. but also as manager even when he wasn't doing so well domestically did well in Europe that it's maybe better at the moment that Rangers are in this tournament rather than the Champions League because Rangers and Celtic are nowhere near ready for Champions League No I think it's a good point yeah I think that's obviously where both Rangers and Celtic want to try and get to is back to that um, top stage you know absolutely mixing it with the best teams in, in Europe but I think this is the level that Rangers are at certainly the, the level that Celtic are at as well because um, it's no coincidence that they, they, they miss out in qualification every season mm. and I think it's an opportunity you know we just spoke briefly off here there and we were talking about the teams that are in this competition and it's mm. actually a really strong competition you get to go and mix it with some of the top players um, when you look at the English clubs that are in it so no, you know you go and put a good run together and, and certainly good performances and good experiences it puts you in a really good place I think domestically is that a book in there yeah. early doors for Morelis he just, he, he just yeah. lunges doesn't he lunges and he does catch the boy so 
yellow card there. I, I just find this typical season is challenge. It was, it was a typical it? strikers <laughs> strikers challenge. Yeah, it's interesting this season. I think we'll get a, also a really good snapshot, Leon, in terms of the progression of of Rangers and Celtic within Europe because look, Leon, Champions League side, mm-hmm. really. Uh, you yeah. know, so they they won at, uh, at Ibrox comfortably. Can Rangers? go there and perform better mm-hmm. and look as if they can actually be competitive. And same with, I think, you know, Celtic in terms of what they can do against Leverkusen, for example, who again, you go, you know what, that's really a Champions Champions League kind of, kind of team. So it'll be interesting to see what progression even this season mm-hmm. both Rangers and Celtic can make in, in the back end of their group. Really good point. What about the booking early for Morelos to be booked so early in a position that, is that not silly? Yeah, yeah I mean, as Leanne said, yeah. though, it was a striker's yeah. challenge. Yeah, there's yeah. not even five minutes on the clock yet, Paul. It puts him in a, a difficult position. And to be honest, he would be walking a tightrope because we know the, the kind of player Morelos is. He plays on the edge. Um, he loves to be physical and get close to the defenders. Uh, and even simple things, you know, like a wee shirt pull or, mm. you know, catching somebody late, backing in. Um, it's going to be a long 85 minutes for him. Um, he does catch him as a booking you know he's went over the, the top of the ball and he's caught him late just a, above the foot so yeah no no complaints Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre Craig Moore corner for Rangers yeah, corner for Rangers Tavernier as you'd expect an outswinging corner oh it's a free header and it's a goal Morelos or is it actually looks as if it's been called back maybe it's curled out and then ah, come yeah. back in maybe we'll Get check it a bit it. of clarity yeah. on it it certainly looks like a brilliant ball um, to the back post whether they, they look at it in, in VAR or whatever it looks I, I as though he said no Leanne yeah. doesn't it because it looks as though he said for uh, great delivery though from, from Tavernier yeah I'm not entirely no. sure hard to tell from that position yeah, if no. it had gone out of play we're getting pictures obviously sent over to the, the AR or the linesman mm-hmm. um, whose flag went up Look after more like an offside flag, or a foul, indicated. or blocking a goalkeeper, yeah. or, yeah. Or, or something. It's um, a brilliant delivery from Tavernier right to the back post. Horrible to defend against because there's so much height and whip on it. Um, Classic no, Tavernier, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and, and you know a good striker's goal from Morelos, but no, it's ruled oh. off, um, chopped off. Play continues. But it shows you that Rangers. We're not going to say nothing to fear here, but you'd expect goals from Rangers. They should win tonight yeah. fairly comfortably. Well, yeah. again, it's it's just, it's just that that concentration, Paul. Yeah. Stay in focus. You know, Bromby have you know started with a five-three-two, so Rangers are in a in a good position where if they're smart, they can really dominate uh, this game in terms of possession uh, and pick and choose when when they go. Uh, Bromby will, I think. As long as, it, as long as it goes, I'll try and stay in the match and then maybe be a little bit more adventurous later on. But Rangers have started enough, well enough. I don't know why that goal was, was ruled off, so I've not heard the, the volume as such to what the excuse was. One of the top teams in England, especially this season, West Ham United and our own Scottish Davy Moyes, the manager. Mm-hmm. But they're a goal down, Leanne, against uh, Genk. Only yeah. four minutes gone. But it shows you in Europe, I mean, they're the favourites there, but they're goal mm-hmm. down. No, that's it. Anything yeah. anything can happen in football. And I, I think listening to Stephen Gerrard's interview and, and the piece that he played out just a short while ago, Paul, you know, spoke about Bromby having nothing to lose and expecting, you know, th- they've got everything to gain. And that will be in the, the minds of the Rangers players in terms of the preparation for this game is that they'll know that they cannot switch off for a second because all it takes is Bromby to go and sneak a goal and before you know it, you've got the momentum of the crowd, you've got Rangers in the back foot um, and it becomes a, a really tough game whereas this is a game that I think Rangers can control 
start to finish they can be smart about it they can be defensively robust they've got brilliant outlets up top and mm. as I mentioned the pace and the technicality of those front players and they've got a solid core in the middle of the park that can dictate a game of football so they've got all the attributes they just need to manage the game properly and hopefully won't face the, the same problems as West Ham are just now because as you said we want all the Scottish teams to do well of course Alkmaar won Cluj nil. all these names that we know from Celtic playing them Rangers yes. playing them over the years and uh, yeah those are the only goals so far from the early kickoffs as Rangers come forward again Craig yeah. down the right I, I like Leon. I like this setup for Rangers because I think that there is stability but it, there's also a little bit of a license, isn't there, for Aribo and Arfield to support, you know, those those attacking players that we know that are already there. Rangers got a chance. Uh, Morelos works at angle, half volley, just leaning back on it goes over the bar. But yeah, I like yeah. the attacking options with no, that stability. Absolutely, and I think that's what Rangers need. They need that. Um the spine of the team to be really, really strong and to know that they're always there. And I think when you've got Davis in the team, he naturally gives you that balance just because that's the way he plays. He doesn't need to be asked to do a certain job. He doesn't need to be reminded to, you know, back the play up and never vacate that central area. That's what he does naturally. That's why he's so good uh, and why his career's had so much longevity about it. Morellas did well there. I know he blasted it over the yeah, top. Yeah. Is it a case of young Sakala has scored a hat-trick and he's going, <laughs> hey... I'm the numero uno. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're competitive strikers. Don't worry yeah, about that. Sure. You, you think uh, oh, Morelos will be happy with the result. He, he wants to be scoring goals. So like, says that Fashion Sakala getting that hat trick just might. Oh, six goals were scored and Morelos wasn't yeah. one of them. And that and the bench. Yep. I mentioned the the options yep. that's here, Paul. He's now found himself in a booking. Um, you know, it, it could be a long night for him, or it could be a very very short night because if Stephen Gerrard gets any inclination that his head's not in it. Um, and he doesn't feel that he's going to be able to stay in the park for that long there's plenty of options Hadji, Wright, Roof, Kent um, many attacking options but so far Rangers have made a real lively start oh, and a great chance it. there for Rangers just past the post after nine and a half minutes Craig yeah no good chance um, Sakala using his pace does get him behind um, it's a wonderful ball from Aribo uh, but a good forward run splits a defender Sakala gets through gets a side on goal he doesn't hit the target. What's excellent about that is you mentioned the formation there, Bromby, with that back three. Rangers, they take it in tight areas. Aribo gets it in the half turn, the opposite side of the midfield, and it's just a ball in behind the back three. And it's so difficult to recover against with that pace and the options that Rangers have got going forward. So the news will be coming up soon, but the news here is it's Bromby nil, Rangers nil. Rangers had the ball in the net after five minutes. A corner from Tavernier. Mm. Morales was there. He was there. Free header, wasn't yeah, it? it was... Free header done done well. Again, with a free kick for interference with goalkeeper. I don't know where the ball swung out. Not got the sound, but it was a positive start. Unfortunate for Rangers. For Celtic, who will they play at the back tonight with Starfield being out? Is it Beaton, probably, or Stephen Welsh? Well, Welsh, I've got to remember how well he started the season under, mm -hmm. uh, you know, really trying circumstances. Oh, I thought he'd done a fantastic job. You know, he's he's... He's young, he's enthusiastic, he's a real competitor. Um, he has that that good aggression that mm. you need as a defender, Paul, in my opinion. Maybe at times, maybe jumps into a little bit, but that's as you play more games and get more experience. So, look, Bitton has more experience in that role, of course, but you could play Welsh also. Corner for Bronby, but it's cleared by Rangers. We're going to go for the news and then we're back 
Rangers, it's nil-nil. Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years, and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only. We hope you've had a great day today. Just gone six o'clock. There's uh, 17 and a half minutes gone. Over near Copenhagen, Bronby nil, Rangers nil, Leanne Crichton, Paul Cooney and Craig Moore. Yeah, it's been a positive start for Rangers. They've had a disallowed goal um, from a corner that had gone out of play. Morelos had a free header, so that was that was called off. But look, the way that this game is shaped up, the way that Bromby have set up, Paul, really, I think, suitable to Rangers in terms of the matchups. Uh, you know, the three up top are sort of like a, keeping their three defenders, uh, 1v1 isolation, uh, good competition. And same in the middle of the park. The flanks are the areas that Bromby are looking to get out. So Batisic... Uh, and Tavernier are obviously very, very important, but they are every week for, for Rangers anyway, the way they play. Leanne, what have you spotted in the first 18 minutes? I think there's moments there for, for Rangers to go and exploit. You know, I think the turnover in, in the midfield areas, we spoke about the numbers, Bromby have got that back three. Um, with the, the players in there, I think Rangers can work it in tight areas and break that that press really quickly. But in the same hand, I, I think Bromby are, are definitely not you know, there to make up the numbers tonight. Mm. They're looking to move the ball. There seems to be a, bit, you know, a lot of confidence about them. Um, and they're trying to get a gauge for where Rangers are at and, and try and exploit them defensively. But so far, Rangers have looked comfortable, even balls in behind Ballard. And, you know, had a great recovery run a few minutes ago. Um, really strong, taking no chances, no risks, uh, and I think that's what Rangers need to focus on tonight. Don't give Bromby any sort of incentive. Just one yellow card so far. Morelos, yeah, for um, a, a challenge where he's lunged in. It was a typical striker's challenge. He did catch the lad, and the yellow card was was yeah, it was a fair fair situation. I think you know, Leanne touched on a typical striker's challenge, um, but you know he's got got through the first 20 minutes but you know playing I guess a little bit nervous you can do with the yellow card but we've looked at the bench here in terms of the players that can come on but he'll want to stay on he wants to score goals because others are at the moment yeah well that's the thing with Morelis we've spoke about how he, he might respond to Sakala and his hat trick you know within minutes he's at the, at the heart of things yes the booking is not the, the headlines that you want but then he's in you know great movement at the back post puts the ball in the net and unfortunately for Morelis and Rangers the, the goal's disallowed but he looks like he's got a bit between his teeth tonight you know he looks like a, a player that's wanting to perform and looking to try and, and get that goal or create something um, and, and that's the response that Steven Gerrard wants you know from Morelis is the right sort of response that he, he's a team player Do you do you feel Leanne that he 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 owes Steven Gerrard something in terms of he's probably stuck with him at times when everybody else you know ourselves included saying maybe he's not working hard enough mm -hmm. Maybe Steven Gerrard's seen something that we aren't because he continues to play him. Well, he's a goal scorer, you know, so I think that's where it, he maybe feels that Rangers also owe him something. You know, you cannot argue we, we stats and getting that 100 goals for Rangers is, is quite exceptional when you, you think of the, the league that he, he's, you know, he's come from, um, how young he is, the amount of goals that he scored season after season for Rangers. So um, it, it probably, you know, works both ways. But I think there has been certain moments during Steven Gerrard's tenure that... Alfredo Morelos has been hard work. 
you know, and, and I think that Steven Gerrard will hope you get to the point that that becomes less every season, but he plays on the edge. Barry Ferguson speaks about it all the time. That's why he always wants him in his Rangers team when he picks that 11. So um, Rangers will be hoping he has that edge tonight. He wasn't here for the start of the season for the Champions League qualifiers. No, no, no. Like I says, I mean, no, the, manager, yeah. the manager shows a lot of faith uh, and trust in, in Morelos, yep. uh, you know, because he, he sticks him out there time and time again. Even if he's not scoring goals, he's obviously happy with the other parts of his game, uh, you know, the hold-up play, the, maybe the getting the free kicks. Um, so, yeah, that's just why I asked the question. I mean, but he'll be he'll be desperate to, to score goals. Uh, there's no doubt about that. And I just feel as if, like, Rangers growing now uh, with players coming back fit, starting to get that spread of goals, he'll want to be involved in those. He will, and there'll be questions asked, Paul, but I, mm. I think when you, still when you look at that whole Rangers team, um, when everybody's fit and available, I don't think there's anybody that does the same job mm -hmm. in that central striker role as Alfredo Morelos gives Rangers on his good days and when he performs. You know, I think he brings other players into the game, he creates opportunities, an absolute nightmare to defend against. And other players have had chances. You know, Roof's been been handed that responsibility. Cedric Eaton got it a, a number of occasions last season. Um, Sakala, you know, b before Saturday, had loads of, um, certainly opportunities anyway, and hadn't quite hit the ground running. So the pressure will be on now, though, for Alfredo Morelos to keep that another half chance there for Rangers. And it's mm. that man again that we're speaking about. Morelos just wide of the post, Paul. Right foot, and he just drags it, Craig, doesn't he? Yeah, just wide. Look, uh Rangers, uh, Rob Bromby in possession. I think Arfield plays the ball forward to, to Morelos there, just outside the 18-yard box. Yeah, he just drags it a little bit, doesn't catch it as nice as what he, he probably could have. Uh, unfortunately, couldn't test the goalkeeper, but a half chance. You want to take these chances, don't you? Although no criticism of him, he's still, still quite far out. Decent effort there from Morelos. He looks up for it tonight. Yeah, no, like uh, I said, yeah. I, I think the, the, the way that Rangers have set up and the, the attacking players that they have on there, uh, there's been a couple of you know chances already getting in behind Sakala getting in early um, Morelos had the chance at the corner as well where he's chested yep. it 23 minutes in I think there's been four attempts for Rangers and I think Morelos has, has had three of them yep. you know so he's, he's certainly looking hungry Attacking players, goal scorers are what we love most in football. Uh, Ange Postacoglu, they talked about Ange Ball a few weeks ago. He's speaking about his attacking players ahead of the match tonight against Ferenc Varos. I know he's going to be a really good player for us, uh, particularly the way we play. And, uh, you know, he's had a frustrating time. So great to get him back up and running. Mikey now, you know, every week is building more and more. And Liel's in a better place now that we've given him a bit of a spell with with Jota and you've always got Kyogo and, and Jacko up there. So not just how we start, but the ability to, to throw guys on, particularly late in games, particularly in Europe, when you know, you know there's, there's going to be something riding on the game for sure um, tomorrow night. Uh, towards the end of it, being able to, to throw on some quality in the front half is going to be a good option to have. First up there, I think he was speaking about Jamesy. Jamesy Forrest. It's always the first name, yeah, isn't it? With yeah. the, Where he loves the, the manager. manager. Was, does, with Jacko. Yeah. Was that Jacko Marcus I'm taking it? <laughs> I, I would think with, so. With his nicknames. What about James Forrest? He came on at the weekend. Could he start tonight or certainly come on? I think there's a strong possibility. Um, although I think the wide players in, in Abada and, and Jota mm -hmm. have been strong this season. Maybe didn't get too much out of them in terms of that end ball um, in quality final ball at the weekend. So um, James Forrest gives you that option. But come on to a stand innovation to the Celtic fans yeah. you know how much they love him how much they... maybe not always loved him or, or appreciated him for what he gave them but I think since he's been missing and out the team and you're not getting that you know 10, 12, 15 goals a season from him X amount of assists I think that love's there now and that appreciation is there for James Forrest they didn't know what they had until they lost him no, last season no because I think yep. he was always that player Craig 
and you'll have had some in your career that's 7 out of 10 every week James mm. same thing repetition 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 um, and on that repetition in, in terms of a corner for Rangers there Paul but comes yeah. to nothing James Tavenier whips it in Bromby deal with it um, and the ball's back up the other end of the pitch and, and Rangers start the attack again but no James Forrest is that bit of quality and you know that's the, the boost that Steve Clark will be needing as well that you've got a fit James Forrest he, he comes he, he shows even at the weekend there, he just shows you something a little bit different um, just sorry as Bromby go in and have a chance there but Goldson makes a good challenge corner for, for Bromby in the wide areas, it doesn't necessarily stay wide all the time. So you see him, I think, mm -hmm. that first time they had some good combination play, he's played the ball inside. He then goes and follows his pass mm -hmm. and then plays little combination and creates yeah. different opportunities within the central area. And and I think that at the weekend, Celtic needed to try and change it up mm -hmm. because Livingston defended so well, invited them to go out wide and he brought he brought Celtic something different when he came on. Corner for Bromby's Great tackle there, wasn't it, by Goldson. Here comes, they go for the short one, into the box, edge of the box. So well worked. Well yep. worked set piece. The, the Rangers had two out there. They've worked it and managed to get a shot. Um, somebody free at the edge of the box. Training ground um, kind of routine. It's gone past the post. Yeah, so, it's, gone, yep. it's gone well past. I mean, the, the shot doesn't come to anything, but the way they work it, yeah, Decent. Poor from Davis and Kamara, to be fair. Both of them have gone short to the corner. It's just, a, you know, the, the corner's played short and the two of them have been split and it, it finds a Bromby player at the edge of the box. Certainly if that ends up in the back of the net, I don't think Stephen Gerrard would be too happy with uh, his two midfielders that have, have gone out to the ball. Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. We're on Monday till Friday. We'll be here tomorrow night from 5 till 7 with Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi. And tonight, who needs Jeff Stelling? We've got Craig Moore and Leanne Creighton. What a career he's had there. This guy, bombshell, yeah, news at the weekend. But uh, yeah. I don't think we're getting his job. No, you don't think so? Well, I don't know. You're doing your... <laughs> nah. I'll tell you, he's turning up everywhere. <laughs> Not as many as you. <laughs> nah, oh, nah, oh, yeah. Did you see him on, We saw him last week looking really smart at the, at the oh. uh, game at Clyde Bank. But more importantly, just now, it's Bronby nil, Rangers nil. 27 minutes gone. Celtic coming up at eight tonight against Ferenc Varos. So we're mixing between the two. No, you great. Yeah, no, nah, but he's yeah. been brilliant, isn't he? You know, what, a, what a career he's had. Is it 26, 27 years Something he's like done that, it? Yeah. Oh, I so worked with him now. He, yeah. radio. He, was, <laughs> he was in radio in uh, Middlesbrough and then, it, yeah. It just won't sound the same though, will it? I, I mean, I know whoever yep. comes in, it'll, it'll you know, be a top candidate to replace him. Yeah. But just when you go to him, it, there's been so many moments over the years that you, it's just Jeff. I, know. You know, I think they're all going to switch to go radio anyway. That's right. sure. Ah, that's 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 right. Right. Yes. yes. Uh, as, uh, yeah. What about, I wanted to ask you earlier, we did talk about uh, Beaton. I think you took us an amazing run. It was a great run about Stephen Welsh, but I think you think Beaton will start tonight. Or maybe not. Well, why are you thinking about it, Craig? Leanne, who's going to play instead of Starfelt alongside Carter Vickers? For me, I would go Welsh. Um, but I was surprised at the weekend because I had mentioned to you just off air, Paul, when I was there, I watched Stephen Welsh warm up for the, the you know entirety of the second half and, until the substitution was made. Starfelt, I think, must have indicated at halftime that he was struggling. So mm. there was always a central um, defender out warming up, which you, you kind of keep an eye on these things when you're at the games. And then it was almost like a last-minute decision not to bring Welsh on mm. and just drop Beaton back. Maybe just the way the game had developed and that 
that Celtic quite wasn't going to plan, you know, and they felt they could get another attacking player on and, you know, look to play in those forward areas. But for me, it would be Welsh tonight. I think he'd been really hard done by. Um, I thought he'd a, a consistent start to the season. I think it was the, the international break for the 21s, maybe. He went away and he lost his place and he's just never really been mm. given a chance. But, something that you know, that's the way football works at times. You need to bide your time. I think when you're a Scottish boy at, at the big clubs, you're often the, the fall guy. You're the one that misses out. Um, when managers spend money and bring these big players in, they almost need to justify why they've brought them here. So um, I'm interested to see the Celtic lineup tonight and what Ange Postecoglou does. We should have the lineup in half an hour. So if you were Leanne Crichton, if you were manager of Celtic, you would start with Stephen Welsh. Craig, in a word, who would it be, Welsh or Beaton at the back? Welsh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> He's practicing for the Jeffs tonight. He is. He's, he's thinking. Yeah. <laughs> nil nil as uh, Bronby come forward. They're beginning to come into the game a little bit for the first time. Yeah, they've had their fair share, Craig, yep. haven't they? Yeah, it just looks like the wider area is the way that they're set up. That's where they're getting a little bit of joy. Mm-hmm. Um, the range is scrambling there defensively and managed to get away but yeah starting to cause a little bit more concern just in those wider areas so Rangers need to tighten up Can I ask you both as footballers why is it that when so when Rangers goal was chopped off because the ball had gone out of play from the corner kick so the linesman's there or mm. the assistant referee yeah. he doesn't put his flag up and they don't put their flags up now remember they used to give the decision straight away is yeah. it they have to wait what, what's going on Leanne? I know it's infuriating at times if you're a player on the pitch Paul because you, you're looking at the assistant referee, they're the one with the flag, they're the one that you assume is making the decision, but now I think the referees make virtually every decision that's on the pitch now, and certainly in the games that I play in, you don't have VAR, there's no need to wait for a delay, Um, there's no technology being used, so it's down to those individuals to make the decisions, but for me last night in the game that I played in, the referee made virtually every single decision, uh, for me, I don't understand what the, the purpose of the assistant referees are at times. And when I watch these games on TV or I'm out at the games at the weekend, they're, they're very similar, but a lot of that's maybe down to technology. Um, I know there's communication because they are mic'd up to each other now. They do have the headsets on, but it's almost a debate now that it's a joint decision, which I get. And the referee normally does always have the, the overwhelming, you know, they decide ultimately. Um, but it just almost defeats the purpose at times. Because the linesman should be with the last player. The, the linesman should have the best view mm. on offside. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, or if the ball goes out of play. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I would not be surprised um, in years to come that the linesman, ARs, if that's what you're going to call them, um, apart from f- signalling what direction, who's going to take a throw in, a lot of, a lot of the time, that for me, referees need that assistance mm-hmm. they need that help and maybe yeah. at times they don't get involved a, a, enough the way that the game's going I'm thinking well do Am you, right do you really need the, the, the ARs was there a conversation about that recently was it Arsene Wenger or somebody at UEFA that spoke that the offside rule will move quite quickly now to being technology only only ah uh, yeah yes so, uh, yeah yep. which would make sense because it yep. I don't see what other decision the assistant referees make because even things like throw-ins, balls nicking off players, you claim it's maybe had a deflection. The referee makes a call. It's not the assistant referees that make those decisions. They're talking about Hawkeye coming in, aren't they? And they're not not like the wing-backs in in the football field. They only cover half half the... the, the... (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) If only, yeah. Oh, but yeah, now look, I see that's the way that the, the game is going. Still, um, nil-nil, Bronby against Rangers. Uh, Leanne, have we missed much in the last few minutes? 
No, well, there's a bit of a decision happening just now. I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up a decision that looks like it might go to VAR. Sakala's tried to, to almost hurdle the Bromby player. I'm not sure who it is that's down. There's a bit of contact as Sakala goes to land. I don't think there's any intent in it. Um, there does look like there's a bit of contact, but certainly... No, he's tried to avoid him. Yeah, yeah but the Bromby player's making the most of it and, and hoping that... Um, the referee maybe has a look at it. Great. He does catch him. It looks like sure. when he, he catches does. him yep. just on the ribs. Accidental. Um, it was a foul. Sure. It was a foul for the yep. push, but I think just the way that they've, you know, he's come tumbling down and it's a little bit awkward. Sakari could see trying to move out of the way. Is he getting a yellow card? I'm thinking it's a yellow. It looks like it. The yeah, referee. the referee. And Sakala's going, are you kidding? Contact sport, both of them running at pace. Never a yellow card, no. Paul. No. Never a yellow card. Because that's both the, strikers. Yeah, because yeah. the push, I mean, the. The defenders went to ground and yep. it's fell over, but Sakala's doing everything he can mm. not to land mm -hmm. on the player. Um, but the player's rolling about, so it's it's quite difficult to to miss him. But yeah, two Rangers strikers in the book in the in the first half. Best chance came after five minutes. Rangers had the ball in the net, but the corner kick had just the arc. The ball was arced over, had just gone over the line, and it was uh, Morellis who thought he'd scored. Mm but that was uh, disallowed. Two bookings, you just heard Sakala a moment ago, yep. and Morella's early on. What's Stephen Gerrard thinking at the moment, do you reckon? Uh, look, I, I, again, he's not conceded, so he's very happy. He'll make, you need to make sure that the team stay focused, concentrated. Look, they've had three or four sightings at goal. Um, Sakala early on, when he's got he's got through uh, 1v1, he kind of wider area, didn't hit the target, we'll be disappointed about that. Morelos also just missed a target. They've had three or four chances, Paul, I think in any game, and especially away from home in Europe. That's us up to date. Nil-nil. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go! Go, 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 go. go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. 39 minutes gone. Bronby nil, Rangers nil. And Leanne, there was a chance a moment or two ago for the Danes. Yeah, they, they found a bit of space. That the, the ball broke to the back post. Just a poor touch. Took it away from them and it came to nothing in the end. But there's been a few scary moments for Rangers, just, you know, switching off and um, just a bit lackadaisical the way they're moving the ball across the back line. Just, as I say, giving Bromby um, a bit of incentive, which is what you don't want to do. But Rangers have gone up the other end now and it's a, another corner. Positive play from Fashion Sakala. Steps one way, steps the other. Defender manages to recover and, as I say, the ball's out for a corner. But an open-ended game, you know, I would need to say, I think Bromby are, are certainly giving a good account of themselves. They've got a, a belief that they can get something out of this and are certainly causing Rangers a few problems. But likewise, at the other end, Rangers are also doing the same. Oh, another free header from that corner. Connor Goldson, free header from a Barisic uh, yeah, corner. Was it, is it Morelos or was it Goldson? No, I think was? the double, yeah. I think Goldson gets on the first one, Craig. Morelos then gets the second that ends up in the, the goalkeeper's mm. hands. But it's coming down with a lot of height, slightly behind them. Oh. He just doesn't get enough power exactly. or pace on it to cause any problems. Um, Another big chance for Rangers, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a half chance. Like yeah. I said, they, they you know get an opportunity, good delivery. Um, Goldson gets himself free. The pace on the ball at the end for Morelos wasn't on it. You can see him trying to work the, the power. Uh, it wasn't really a chance. Uh, Leanne touched on in terms of Bromby growing into the, a little bit, Paul. You know, there was a, a sloppy back pass uh, where McGregor had to come rushing out. Kicks it off the uh, Bromby striker. So again, it's just that concentration that we touched on at the start. Uh, Rangers got to make sure that they don't 
gift uh, any silly mistakes. Someone's going to score. They've got to create the opportunity against you. Arebo, you get the feeling that this could be his night. Have we seen much of him so far? We've seen uh, a free kick from Tavernier about five minutes ago where he gets himself in the box um, in, a, in a heading position, but probably the wrong person on the end of a cross. You know, he's not one of those ones that really goes and attacks it. He does get something away. Unfortunately, wasn't on target. Look, on the ball, we know we know he's, he's threat. Um, he's a clever player and can play that killer pass as well. Yeah, not noted for his heading, but what no. is it is a super, one of the best players surely uh, on the ball. No, it's his feet and his yeah. feet in tight areas that, that's a joy to watch, Paul. But Bromby are dealing with him pretty well just now. Every time he gets on it, there's two players around him doubling up, not giving him any time and space to get turned and look for those forward passes, which he's so good at doing. Um, Fashion Sakala, he was just involved in another kind of late challenge a couple of moments ago and. For me, it would be a concern for Steven Gerrard when you're looking at the type of game heading in at half-time nil-nil. You've now got your two strikers on a booking. Um, I don't think this referee will mess about tonight and, and issuing a second yellow and a red card. So both Morelis and Sakala do need to be careful now because I don't think there are many challenges away from the referee um, pulling the cards out. See, Morelos said he was quite angry there because Bromby are passing the ball at the back so they're working uh, Sakala and Morelos and he was screaming and shouting and, and sig signalling to his midfield and his defence to, to get up and to squeeze to get further up the field. So that's just a sign that Bromby are starting to work this Rangers team a little bit more in the back end of this half. Has Bromby come forward? Has it gone out for a corner? Looking at the bench Rangers of Roof, they've got Hadji, uh, Wright as well, attacking. Uh, Lundstrom who can score, obviously not striker, but mm -hmm. uh, you wouldn't want both strikers to be on yellow cards, but they are and he may have a choice to make, but he's going to see out till half-time. There's only two and a half minutes left in the first half. Bronby nil, Rangers nil. Could there be danger here, Craig Moore? It's a corner for Bronby. Set pieces are yeah, potentially always danger. Like Rangers just need to make sure that they mark properly, get nice and close, go and attack the ball and look to clear their lines. As the corner comes in, it's floated in, Not falls to the edge of the yeah. box. Again, Rangers are competing there, but it's still in a wider area for Bronby to put the ball in again. Back post, free header, cleared by Arebo. Not great crosses, were they? No, yep. just looking at the pitch ball, it doesn't. I know we say there that it looks good, but the way the ball moves on it, to me, doesn't look like it's moving great. Um, it, heavy. It's one of those, yeah, heavy. As it's one of those nights where you really need to go and put your foot through the ball. Um, so the tight areas that, that Rangers move it in at times, uh, they're getting caught, you know, because it's just not quite zipping across the surface the way you would like. Uh, but they need to adjust to that. You know, Bromby will be more comfortable with their own home venue than, than Rangers will but 45 minutes in I don't know if Steven Gerrard will be overly impressed with the, the first half performance if I'm being honest Fashion Sakala there sort of screaming what happened Craig? Oh, I don't know what happened yeah. I, I, he's probably thinking I don't know what happened look again he's comfortable with the ball he's dribbling he tries to shift it onto his left foot which is on the sideline probably not the smartest thing to do and, and <laughs> dribbles the ball out out uh, throw into Bromby so yeah a little bit frustrating but again not conceding you know, they've had three or four sidings. They'll be looking to obviously take one of those, so that can be the disappointment. And and like I said, you encourage Bromby a little bit with a short back pass. And then from that moment, Leanne, is actually when they've got a little bit of a lift. Yeah, I think when you look at Rangers, the, the, the bits that they're not getting right, and it's maybe happened that, you know, in a number of occasions this season, they're, they're not pressing as a unit. They're not going together. You know, it's almost like a half press. Five and six bodies are going at the one time. It's too easy for Bromby to break the press. 
and then all of a sudden they've got that overload in, in the wide areas and Rangers are caught with the, the full, back, full back sorry high up the pitch and it's another corner for Bromby and just looking at the, the crowd behind that goal and the, the yellow and black just yeah. you know bouncing to probably a, a couple of songs that they've got and, and certainly they'll be enjoying this because their team are doing um, a decent job so oh, far balls in the back of the net and it's a it's a goal, yeah. Again, well worked. This time there was not um, a lot of height or, or pace on the delivery, but certainly planned to the near post, near post flick on that Bromby get. And was it an own goal or did they their attacker strike the ball? We're just waiting for the replay I think there. The but... attacker gets on the end yep. of it, Craig. I mentioned the word incentive, Paul, you know, earlier on, maybe twenty minutes ago. And that's exactly what Rangers have given Bromby. They've given them incentive in the you know the as I say, it's been a half press. It's come from Rangers midfield. Have gone. Just got a look at the goal again. Ball comes in. It's a flick on at the front post. It is actually an own goal, I think. That's what I'm saying. I was Here's looking to see. Yeah. Second replay. Slowed flick down. On. Headed on. Balligan. Yeah, Ooh. Balligan. Balligan. Puts it into his own net. It's a bad one. Yeah, it's poor defending. Oh. I don't know what. He scored <laughs> last time. Great. He scored two weeks ago, if didn't he? Against a, if them. you were a striker, you would be proud. That's a great I've finish. Got no idea. Oh, what he's trying right. to do because he's almost in the middle of the goal. Um, he's flicked it on, so that's it. Warning shots, you know. Bromby have had plenty, you know, at least three or four corners right in the stroke of half time. Terrible time to concede. And that is half time. I was about to ask you 90 seconds ago, mm. would the manager be happy to take them in at nil nil? And then I thought, well, maybe still time to score. Yep. But yeah, well, because it looked as though they were beginning to threaten. But Rangers must have had, I don't know the position stats, but what, 70%? Maybe it's probably nah, balanced. It's probably that. balanced no. out, Paul. I think Rangers probably no. had the the opening twenty minutes or so. I think Bromby then grew into it, um, but no, it's been a poor end to the half. Just sloppy in certain areas. A couple of short back passes that gives Bromby confidence, belief. They've had corners. They're asking Rangers to defend, and they've asked them to defend again. And, and you know, Balligan has put it in. Morelis misses the flick on at the front post. The Bromby player gets there before him, flicks it on. Balligan's not expecting it and puts it into the back of his own net. Really, poor, really poor. Poor goal to lose. You just said about Timing, yeah. timing of losing that goal, yep. obviously, is a sickener. Uh, Stephen Gerrard will be really disappointed with that. But, you know, there were some warning signs. Bromby did grow into the game a little bit and we've seen just flashes before they took that corner in terms of the their crowd mm -hmm. and, and how they were getting into it. And we know what it's like when you get the crowd and you get you know, you, you give them something to hang on to. So they'll they'll be, you know, really excited about coming out the second half. Steve Gerrard, half time talk be a very interesting one. No, it will be and I spoke about the yellow cards and, and honestly in European football it's absolutely massive. We saw it at the weekend with Stephen O'Donnell and, and Motherwell and the difference that, that can have in a game. Um Get in now, I'm sure, Craig, you've been in a few Rangers dressing rooms where players will have plenty to say, but mm. I'm sure this is a moment and Stephen Gerrard will not be happy with his players one single bit. That, you know, it's not good enough at that level um, to go in, in a team that he's already spoke about, that they've got nothing to lose, they've got everything to gain, that it's a must-win game, um, to be so sloppy and, and defensively switch off in, in those key moments. I don't think Steven Gerrard will accept that and I wouldn't be surprised if there's a change early on in the second half, Paul. And he said beforehand, um, it's important not to lose the first goal. We've, we've got him saying that. We played it last night. wonder what the change will be then. Does he? What do you do with the strikers you mentioned with both of them on that yellow card? Mm. Greg, what uh, would you do? But you're desperate. Well, you need the nah, goals now. Again, yeah. whether he makes a change immediately. Or, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that he goes in at half-time and... He'll give him a bit of a spray now because he'd be disappointed to come in after conceding. Um, nil nil would have been okay. Mm -hmm. 
So I expect that he'll give the same players the opportunity to go and start well in the second half. But, you know, then you expect to see Roof come on at some stage. And if you're asking me right now who would go off between Morelos or Fashion Sakala, I think Fashion Sakala would be the one that would make way. Um, so, I, But I think he'll give this playing group uh, the chance to come out and start well in the second half. Can the manager say to you, look, don't get involved in anything? You know, when you're a fiery striker, you know, the inexperience of Sakala or Morel is more experienced, but we know he's fiery. I think you can say that, Paul, but it, you don't control these referees at times. Mm -hmm. And I think in, in European football, they, there's no leniency. Nah. There's, there's no yeah. let off. There's no second chances. They're not interested in who you are or they don't know the type of player that you are. I think the domestic referees have got a, a better gauge of what players are like and, and how often they commit types of fouls. Whereas Sakala, for me, I don't think he's a player that commits many fouls he doesn't he's found himself in the book now Morelis we know his reputation um, and whether he can be disciplined enough but as I say it could be sometimes just another flick of the boot um, you know going up for a header an, an elbow that's misinterpreted or a bad decision from a Rangers player and you find yourself you know down to 10 players and a goal behind against a Bromby team that have now got a lead to defend they're exactly where they want to be Something to hang on to. There, yeah, it can yep. be it can be a tough match now for Rangers, but again, they've got they've got something to chase. They need to chase this down um, if they they want to continue uh, in this tournament. Uh, certainly, so it'd be interesting to see what happens the second half because they they weren't really overly tested, but it was just all of a sudden, you know, a silly mistake gives you know Bromby that a little bit of confidence. The crowd get involved a little bit. Pitch does look very very heavy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, really you know, it looks slow, but then to concede just before half-time is a, is a tough one to take. Yep. I just, I just yep. wonder, sorry, Paul, what the game plan for Rangers has been. I spoke about I thought they would be more defensively robust, mm -hmm. a bit more compact. It's not looked like that. No. They, they look like some players are pressing and some players are not. Um, and that's what has been their downfall in other games. You know, I think Aberdeen, they were too slow. Um, they switched off. They didn't defend well. And it looks a bit like that again. You know, I just don't know if Bronby had the same belief when they started that half that they would have as many chances as what mm, they've had. Mm. You know, because if it at least had two or three chances in the Rangers penalty box, including the goal. They didn't look as though they had that belief, Bronby, at the beginning, did no, they? they? didn't. It was all I, Rangers. No, yeah. and I think but once they saw yep. those errors creeping in and that they could break the, the Rangers press a bit easier than perhaps they thought. We spoke about that back three. They're defensively sound. They've got the three centre-backs. They've got their full-backs pushed on. They've got the two strikers, which always occupies a back line. Bronby have got it good now. You know, this is a brilliant place to be. You can mm. go and play direct all night if you want. It's up to Rangers now to find um, another level to the game and another level of performance because so far, other than the 20 minutes and the, the chance for Morelis, it was, was, uh, the goal was disallowed. It's not been good enough. And, and how many times do you hear a manager, uh, and I've heard Stephen say it many times, it's about the uh, both boxes. Yeah, of course. So yeah. certainly in an attacking sense, Rangers have caused, caused concerns for Bromby. Uh, but that goal uh, and also the couple of opportunities that they had, they, they've not been unbelievable in their own box. So defensively, he'll be disappointed. Uh, it, it's a big 45 minutes to see now not only can Rangers equalise but go on with the job because they need to win this match. Yeah. Here's what he said beforehand about not conceding the first goal. Listen, it's something that we don't need to overthink about or over-talk about. I think the players are all experienced enough to being around us as a staff to know, you know what we demand, what our standards are, what the club demands, more importantly. What it takes to be successful, I think the majority of the squad have been here and lived it and know. So we don't have to uh, keep putting it in the players' faces and overthinking or over-talking about it. We just need to go and do our talking on the football pitch and... 
Um, just cut out some little individual errors and um, just tighten up slightly from a defensive point of view. But that starts from Alfredo and Kamar and Fashion and, and the players at the top end of the pitch. It's certainly a collective thing. The positive thing for me is we we, we show major character, major belief, real unity to, to keep fighting for results and, and turn stuff around. But in an ideal world, you don't want to put yourself in that place in the first place. But that is the position Rangers are in. That could have been the half time. You could be asking him just now. That was yesterday before he left. But Leanne, Rangers are goal down that Balligan uh, on goal. We're just seeing it again there in BT Sport. A terrific header, but in the in the wrong box. Well, it'll be a, a familiar team talk for Stephen Gerrard. Yep. You know, Aberdeen yep. gone behind two goals. They come back. They get a point. Motherwell, yes, they get themselves ahead before half time. But they certainly it was a game that they had gone behind in. Um, there's been, I think, did you say, Craig, was it seven occasions this season already, roughly? Nine. Well, not, yeah, 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 seven and nine, yeah, yeah. So there's been numerous occasions that Reigns have gone behind in, in games and they've come back. So if there's any um, any good to take from it is that, you, you know, Stephen Gerrard can have belief in his players that it maybe just takes a reshuffle um, and, a, you know, a, a wee tweak to the system at halftime that puts you in a better place going out at uh, halftime. Just seeing that, that goal again, Leanne, you go... You can defend it so much better. Of course you, you know, can. Mor- Morelos or whoever is in that front post area needs to be in front of of the attacking Bromby player. He manages to get in front, uh, flick on Balogun. You know, it, it happened quickly uh, and sticks his hand up. But again, defensively, you'd be disappointed. Yeah. You can do so much better. And like I said, they didn't really create a lot of opportunity. It was off the back of some mistakes by Rangers. It's halftime, 1-0 to Bronby. I'll give you the Celtic lineup. We'll take a quick break and then we'll be back. It's Hart and Goals. Beaton is in. Furuhashi, so obviously this isn't the uh, lineup, but here's the Celtic team. So Hart, Beaton, Furuhashi, Abada, Turnbull, Jota, Carter Vickers, McGregor, Ralston, Welsh as well, and Juranovic. So yes, me and Leanne weren't surprised because we both went with Welsh. You sounded surprised there. I I did. So uh, (laughs) the fact that both both of them are in absolutely yeah. So thanks, James. Just in their heart, you'll uh, work out how they're going to line up. Um, Yeah, I think Beaton just keeps his place in the middle of the park. Paul Welsh at the back comes in at centre back. Carter Vickers, yep. Uh, Juranovic uh, as well. Ross on the right. Juranovic on the left. Um, Jota's in we mentioned as well Abada so on the bench it will be Forrest so we'll give you the full lineup in a moment or two and when we come back in fact the subs uh, not in just yet we'll be back in just a moment Go Radio The Go Radio football show with the Taxi Centre save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda Toyota Ford Seat and more Let's go, go, go. Go Radio Football Show, Craig Moore, Paul Cooney, Leanne Crichton. And uh, Rangers are one goal down at halftime. They had 60% of the possession in the first half, but just on the whistle in the 45th minute, corner kick came in and it was an own goal. Leon Balligan, who scored against them a couple of weeks ago, he's on the score sheet for Bronby. So, Craig, four Rangers though, second half. You thought they would win maybe by two goals or three. They'll have to now. They'll they'll have to score a couple of goals. Look, and and they need to be... They need to be calm. They need to be calm. Laura says, I mean, unfortunately, they've, they've gone in a goal down, which would be disappointing, especially the way that they lost the goal. Uh, started off the half well um, and then come in at 1-0. So they've got to start this second half well. I think that the starting 11 will get that chance for the next 10, 15 minutes. I might be proven wrong, but there's some changes and some talent on the bench to come over and try and turn this result around, Paul. But there's some work to be done, that's for sure. Leanne, who's going to turn it for Rangers? 
Well, listen, there's plenty of options there, as Craig says on the bench. Yep. I think what Stephen Gerrard needs is a tidier performance, certainly a, a bit more energy and, and a togetherness. And as I mentioned, the press and the way you go and, and try and win the ball back, or you sit in and you be compact and, and you wait for Bromby to make those mistakes. So I think Rangers are a far better team than Bromby, but certainly it's, that's not been shown uh, in the 45 minutes. And it, Bromby have now got a a lead to go and defend, a home support behind them that I'm sure they'll absolutely love uh, the opportunity to go and do so. But Stephen Gerrard need his big players now to step up and perform and a player that I don't think I'd be surprised if he makes an appearance in a second half is Ryan Kent. I think it would be absolutely ideal for him yes. to come on, hit the ground running. Um, I'm sure he's desperate to get back out there with his teammates. He's missed a lot of games um, and he loves, as I mentioned, the European stage. What a night for him to come and, and certainly set the game alight. Teams are back out. Bromby have gone into a huddle. I don't know if they normally do that, Craig, but they're one goal up. Mm-hmm. You like the sound of Ryan Kent coming on? Yeah, just look at Leanne knows her stuff, doesn't she? For sure. Um, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I just look, Kent is a, he's a big time player, isn't he? You know, he, the, the big moments he comes up with, he enjoys those big occasions. Be interesting to, to know exactly what condition he is in, but if the Rangers do need a go to man, Kent can be the one. I listened to the guy speaking last night and I know Davey was surprised that Ryan Kent had mm. travelled and he's saying, you know, I think he would be better back at the train. I can only assume that he's had enough in his legs at the training pitch that that's, you know, he's been put through a rigorous um, rehab programme and that he's now at a stage where the physios and, and the sports scientists and everybody around him believe he's ready to take to the pitch again because otherwise he you wouldn't know, have travelled. You know what it's 100%. like, Craig, now and, and how rigorous these programmes are and, and every you know test that you go through and fitness testing and physio tests um, and then back in with the, the team so I think Ryan Kent must be ready to go and I would I'd be more surprised if he doesn't feature and get at least 20-25 minutes tonight if I'm honest Toby Olawumi is a name that you may not know Celtic fans some of you will he is on the bench along with uh, Scott Bain so the two keepers no sign of Barkas he's not there at all the other subs are Scales Gikamakis Soro McCarthy Johnson Uruhide Shaw Murray Forrest and Montgomery and Leanne you've got the Celtic lineup. how they will play tonight against Ferenc Farris I have yet but it's Hart and goals looks like a back line of Juranovic Welsh comes in Carter Vickers and Ralston midfield three Beaton McGregor and Turnbull up top in the wide areas is Jota and Abada and through the middle is Kyogo which is no surprise so the changes from the weekend is, is Giamakis out Starfield out and in come Kyogo and Welsh so you could have predicted that I think off the back of the disappointment for the Celtic fans on Saturday um, really surprised that Kyogo didn't start you know it's bad enough playing him in a wide area mm. not to have him on the pitch at all uh, it was a tough game for him to come on to I, I think they looked more of a threat um, but certainly I think he's a player that needs to start he needs to influence from the get-go he needs to put defences under pressure make them work make them defend open up and create that space for runners going beyond which is what you get from Jota and Abada um, Callum McGregor backing up the play and you know Welsh I think deserves his chance to come back in and, and try and cement that centre-back space um, now that Starfield's out See see, you touch on Starfield Leanne you were at that game you were working yeah. that game yeah, and you said that you've seen uh, was it was it Welsh, Welsh ambush uh, yeah, warming, warming yeah. up? So could have they saved that injury potentially for Starfield? It looked that way, yeah, because you know I think when you warm up normally, when I watch the subs going out, it's like for fifteen minutes onwards, Paul. They go mm. out in threes and they start warming up and, and get a feel for it. That's throughout the first half. When it comes to the second half, it's kind of the same. But Welsh was out and never came back in. 
So it was like he was mm. constantly getting ready, and then you can see when the intensity of the warm up starts to increase, you, you know, sprints that are happening and whatever. And I was keeping a close eye on it. Um, and then as the substitution was happening, I actually thought it was Welsh that that was getting ready, mm. and he was. He had he took off his his uh, warm up top. And then all of a sudden the decision was made to put beat on in there when Starfield picked up that injury. So maybe poor game management in that sense because you could have put Welsh on, you know, at half time and, and saved Starfield if it was something muscular that he was feeling. Um but you know, hindsight's a great thing. So that's the Celtic lineup. Back to Rangers, forty eight minutes gone. Bronby still one up, Craig Moore. Yeah, now look, the Rangers started bright enough, uh, tried to to test the Bromby defence, got a couple of balls into the box, just another one there from from Tavernier, which was quite comfortable for the goalkeeper. Uh, but again, they'll be looking to make that positive start. There was no changes like we we thought, Paul. So Stephen Gerrard's given the, the playing group the opportunity to try and get back into this match. How important is a player with the experience of Stephen Davis for Rangers now? A goal down. That's huge. It's 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 being able to to do your job well, to motivate, to know when to press, to, to to force mistakes. They've got to make this Bromby side feel a little bit unsure about themselves and nervous. But Steve Davis, unbelievable professional. You know he'll give his all and potentially can come up with a big moment, whether it be that pass. Well, it's more likely the pass, isn't it? Because he doesn't score many goals, although he has scored important ones. As Aribo comes forward, into the box, down to the byline. Is that going to be a corner kick or is it a goal kick? Okay, Headland uh, attacking there, but yeah, the ball's gone out of play. Brilliant Aribo, defending. Yeah, yep. brilliant defending against Aribo. He takes that touch. Headland just gets his body across and, and ushers it out for the goal kick. But that's what you need from in Rangers. It was a much better press. They forced Bromby inside the pitch. Rangers, good numbers. Balligan comes in, follows the... the the centre forward all the way into the middle of the park, doubles up, Arfield nicks it, uh, releases the ball forward and that's where Aribo finds himself in those forward areas. But um, that's what Rangers need to do. They need to go together as, as one and force them into those areas that they can turn Bronby over um, quickly. Just saying they're going together as one and we were talking about leading into this game about how happy the Rangers players looked and playing with a smile on their face and celebrating Kamara's goal and what have you. That defensive action there you see from Bromby. All of a sudden, there was three or four players ar- ar- around about, you know, good defending. So they, they certainly also look as if they have that that good team spirit and, and strong support within the group. Nothing breeds like success and confidence as uh, Bronby come down the left, but James Tavernier, good defensive work, plays it down the right again to Aribo. It's on BT Sport. We're on Go Radio Football Show with the taxi centre, but that one broke down, Craig Moore. Yeah, no, and again, that's where I think that in terms of potential criticism that has come Morelos's way uh, it's a 2v2 the ball's not that far away from him but he just doesn't look if he has the the, the physical ability to be able to get that ball and in the end the defender sort of like gets it it's a strange a decision as well though Craig even the pass Morelos um, Aribo gets on the ball on, on the right hand side and he gets turned we've spoke about the back three Ebronby so therefore the spaces are in the full back areas Morelis makes his movement inside the pitch and, and that for me is a, as a Bromby defender is easy to defend. Mm-hmm. If Morelis runs in and spins his run into the channel and it's a ball clipped in, you've got Morelis running it down, you've got Aribo backing up the play and then you have that support for the opposite side. It's just Those small decisions are, are, are the moments in games that one, go against you and two, breed confidence within that Bromby uh, team tonight. If you're the manager, you normally make the change about 60 minutes or thereabouts. Rangers are goal down, despite having 60% of the possession in the first half and more of the chances. Uh, Craig, who would you be? Cha- would you take Morelos off soon, or has he always got the chance of a goal? Yeah, yeah. Again, he's always got that chance of a goal, which is obviously the temptation to leave him on um, and, and and be able to do exactly that. 
So then, you you know, you start to look at the players like, you know, we touched on Kent, um, you know, but probably still a little bit early to maybe throw him in. But Leanne raises a very, very good point. He doesn't Again. travel yep. and go through that whole process sure. without – he's getting minutes tonight. It's just how many. For sure. It's uh, – well, we've only got uh, how many minutes gone? Seven minutes gone in the second half. Rangers, that goal down. What about Celtic? Your prediction tonight? You think Celtic will win or – what do you reckon, Leanne? I think it'll be comfortable tonight, Paul, for Celtic. I think the you know, they're a much better side than Ferenc Varos. I think the you know, the threat of Kyogo coming back in there. Um defensively I think they'll be okay. You know, Welsh will slot in there, no problems at all. My only concern with the, the Celtic midfield is that balance. I don't mm. think Beaton offers you the, the same level of quality in that holding uh, area. You know, I don't think he gives you the same energy, that same desire and um, enthusiasm to play forward he's more a sideways just keeping things nice and tidy because that's the kind of player he is um, but I think Celtic will you know a couple of goals at least tonight corner kick here though Craig you're keeping an eye on it for, yeah, Brom- um, for Bromby, Bromby. Yeah. Out- outswinging corner Rangers need to defend this better they haven't at the moment there's an opportunity and I think wow. McGregor makes an save. unbelievable save what but a save it's a top save but Rangers again not defending from a corner I don't know if it's just me Craig, but did it look as if two Rangers players are defending each other yeah here? yeah, they've got cord league eh? Balogun and, and Balogun and Barisic are marking each other they've actually blocked each other it's Arfield it comes off Ar- got- <laughs> Arfield in the end uh, but again it's, it's it's not good defending uh, and it just gives Bromby a little bit more encouragement. Another corner, this time from the other side, right footer. So it's going to be an in-swinging corner. Morelos in a position now, um, in the right position, should I say, in terms of that near post area. It's but you bit, can see a lot of look at the box. A lot of traffic there. Yeah. yeah, they're putting a lot of bodies in around Alan McGregor. And let's hope it's... And again, flick on. and again, they get the flick on. They should never be getting the flick on in the near post there. Rangers not finding it easy. They're a goal down. Craig, before we go... Celtic prediction for you, what do you reckon? Paul, I think Celtic will be too strong tonight. I, I don't think it, as if it's going to be really, really comfortable. I think it'll be tight. Um, but I do think Celtic will go through. Go through sorry, they'll win the, the of game course, tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And Rangers can still do it, you reckon? Yeah, well, they, yep. they need to they, they need to get that goal sooner rather than later. Um, and I'm sure there'll be a few players coming off the bench that will need to make a big impact. Yeah. Stephen Gerrard's just glanced at his bench just now, whether it's his coaching staff that he's looking at or not but I won't be surprised if there's a, a change before the 60 minute mark Paul something needs to change Leanne thanks for joining us Craig you too we're back tomorrow at 5 the news is next and after the news it's Jokal Day The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda Toyota Ford Seat and more Let's go Go Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only.